Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to J-Cal's View, The Journey of a Journalist. I'm your host, J-Cal, and uh, happy to be back. I want to give a special shout out to my friend Don at the D-A-W-N of Wrestling. Um, little pep talk today helped me feel better. And uh, so I decided to jump back on here and record a podcast today. Uh, as some of you know, I've been on an extended break. Basically, I haven't even watched. Uh, <laughs> I haven't even watched most wrestling since the Crockett Cup. And although I've been updating the site, um, I've been dealing with some uh, some mental wellness, and I just I just haven't had the energy to produce um, a lot of content for the site. So feeling better today. So I want to give out the shout out to Don. Thank you, my friend. Uh, I'm back in the saddle. Um, with that being said, a lot of things are happening on the NWA. So instead of talking about the journey of a journalist today, we're going to talk about the NWA, specifically a crowning of a new NWA national champion, uh, NWA signing free agents, the NWA seemingly returned to championship wrestling from Hollywood, question mark, did they ever really leave? And the NWA has ended their relationship with Ring of Honor. So let's talk about the NWA returning to Hollywood for a moment. First and foremost, as many of you might know, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood is my primary home for wrestling. I, uh, a lot of the photos that you see on Instagram, and again, you can follow our Instagram channel at The Alliance blog, uh, are directly taken at those shows. A lot of the NWA history that uh, I've documented has come from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And if you guys haven't known, I, I've actually been covering this promotion since its inception. Now it's gone through various name changes over the years. It was uh, NWA Hollywood just a few years ago, and then before that it was uh, uh, the NWA Pro Wrestling. Um, but in its earliest inception, it was the Enoki Dojo. Um, matches were held in Santa Monica. Some of them aired on YouTube. Um, Dave Marquez used to do like a recap video that aired some of the matches and back in its early days there were wrestlers like um, Well, you guys know him as Finn Balor, but I'll remember him as Prince Devitt, Carl the Machine Gun Anderson, uh, Rocky Romero, um, Ricky Reyes for that matter, uh, Joey Ryan when he was a technical wizard, and uh, a lot of great talent, a lot of unknown talent, and then Fast forward a few years, they were doing shows uh, in in the United States titled New Japan USA. They were on a very, very uh, UHF channel, for those of you who remember what UHF is. Um, and they had a show called Tokon USA, which was a take on some of the events that um, New Japan were showing out here in the United States, the Tokon events, um, if I'm saying that correctly. Um, and, and at that time, the talent featured was, again, like Samoa Joe, who was the Ring of Honor World Champion, um, Adam Pierce. Uh, we had guys like, um, again, Rocky Romero, Ricky Reyes, Daniel Bryan, TJ Perkins, Ultimo Dragon, a slew of the Dragon Gate talent, Minora Tanaka, Heat, and the list goes on and on. But... Um, you know, fast forward a few years, and, and now Championship Wrestling from Hollywood is uh, is reconnecting with the NWA. And, and just as a side note, um, the production office of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, which, which does a lot more than just wrestling, they also do mixed martial arts and everything else. 
in the Southern California market. They've actually been picked by New Japan to do the Super J Cup in Long Beach next month. So it's kind of like the more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, New Japan working again with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And it wasn't too long ago, a lot of the um, uh, New Japan Dojo students in L.A. worked uh, one of our Hollywood cards out here last year. So um, when the NWA made its re-debut on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, I don't think anyone was more happier than me. Well, except for maybe Marquez, um, because at that time, Marquez, um, prior, prior to the NWA and Championship Wrestling from Hollywood splitting, Marquez was really putting out some of the best matches under the NWA banner. They were running in arenas uh, at the same time that Impact was, um, or even Impact couldn't run some of these arenas. They were still mostly in uh, Orlando at the uh, Universal Studios. Um, but I personally was at the event in... Um, the Orleans Arena in Vegas, where I know uh, Ring of Honor runs a lot lately. And so it's just kind of cool to see. Uh, it's cool to see the NWA working with Hollywood again. Um, you know, this was a few years ago, but now. Um, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought, so sorry about that, guys. But uh, the brand was basically taken away from Marquez, who someone was working very hard to develop the brand. Um, and then when Lagana and William Patrick Corgan came back into the picture, I know uh, Marquez was very happy to work with them. Um, from there, many angles from Championship Wrestling from uh, from the NWA were played out on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood TV, and we're talking about the introduction of Tim Storm, the re-debut of the NWA brand, uh, Nick Aldis challenging Tim Storm. Um, that all kicked off in Hollywood. Uh, but over the past few months, the paradigm kind of shifted. Ring of Honor and the NWA began working together, and it seemed like the NWA was kind uh, kind of phased out Hollywood. Now, it had been a while since the NWA had anything to do in Hollywood. I, I mean, we did have a Willie Mack uh, title defense, but of course that was before the Crockett Cup, and we hadn't really had anything since. Um, that all changed at the last TV taping. The new NWA national champion, James Storm made his debut in Hollywood. Um, he also defended the title, but, you know, due to spoilers and, you know, not wanting to ruin the TV show, not, not a lot of people were reporting on that. Um, and considering you didn't hear about a new champion, I think it's safe to say that James Storm is still the champion. Um, he did defend the title against Jarrell Nelson. It should be pointed out that in other wrestling promotions, Jarrell Nelson teams with Royce Isaac as the 1%. And Jor-El Nelson uh, has an on-again, off-again relationship with Hollywood. I don't think there's any bad blood or anything. It's just sometimes he's available, sometimes he's not. So, um, and that's pretty cool. We got a, a, another national champion defending in Hollywood. Um, secondly, a championship wrestling from Hollywood veteran, a former Hollywood Heritage champion, and the newest signee to the NWA, Eli Drake, made his uh, appearance in Hollywood. Now, there's no word on what role he played at the show. And as far as I can tell, all it was was an in-ring segment. Uh, but prior to this, Drake had been a semi-regular for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood when his previous contract and impact had allowed for it. Uh, for what it's worth, um, before his time at impact, 
Um, it's, it seemed like Hollywood was grooming Eli Drake to be a potential challenger to win, excuse me, to the winner of the seven levels of hate between Adam Pierce and Colt Cabana. Now, I imagine in an alternate reality where <laughs> so many things are different and the NWA was still um, with its older ownership, I, I imagine that Colt Cabana and Eli Drake would have feuded over Sweet Charlotte in Hollywood. Um, for what it's worth, Eli Drake also um, was at the Father's Day card for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, where he, along with Eric Watts, challenged the United Wrestling Network television champion Scorpio Sky in a triple threat match. Scorpio Sky won the match. And before we go any further, please, here's a word from our sponsor. Now, the ending of the Ring of Honor relationship with the NWA seems, at the very least, to be problematic. And I'll be the first one to say that I did not like the pairing. It seemed to hinder the NWA's growth. Sure, it was great having talents like Marty Skrull challenge for the world title. It was great to see the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship on Ring of Honor television. And uh, having their talents appear on the NWA events, mainly the Crockett Cup. But I felt like it might have slowed down the process of what the NWA uh, was efforting for, what the growth was for. And I'm sure the NWA would disagree with me uh, on, that, on that fact, but it's been three or four months since that pairing, and how was the NWA elevated? Now, I'll agree that having the World's Heavyweight Championship showcased in Ring of Honor was a good thing. Anytime the World Championship has been able to sh be showcased and a promotion with more clout or more eyeballs is a good thing. Um, I always go back to when Bruce Tharp had the World's Heavyweight Championship in New Japan Pro Wrestling. A lot of people did not like that because they felt that the, the relationship with New Japan did nothing to help the NWA in the United States, and I couldn't disagree more. That's probably the only thing I liked that uh, Bruce Tharp did. Um, we had Jack Stane in Japan. We had Rob Conway in Japan. The title changed hand a couple of times, but having the title in such a big promotion uh, certainly kept eyeballs on it. And as long as somebody can see the NWA, you can see that 10 pounds of gold, Sweet Charlotte, uh, the Domed Globe, whatever you want to call that heavyweight championship, that means the NWA exists, and that means that the NWA is real. So, again, being on Ring of Honor television was good. But I'm not sure in the long term... Um, how much will be remembered about the relationship from the NWA and Ring of Honor. And I also feel like Ring of Honor is losing some steam in its relevancy. Uh, let's face it, the wrestling world has changed quite a bit since last year. The WWE has been partnering with Evolve to make those shows more special. They're even appearing on the WWE Network. The, uh, the stars of Ring of Honor who left to join the All Elite Wrestling left a gaping hole in Ring of Honor. And that hasn't been filled, and the NWA was never capable of filling it. Now, Ring of Honor still has a working relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling for now, but how long will that last? All Elite Wrestling is partnering with, with promotions in Mexico and China to bring some of the best talent um, in the world to All Elite Wrestling. And then you've got minor players like Major League Wrestling who are gaining steam. You've got Championship Wrestling from Hollywood who's starting to partner with more and more promotions, and, and, and you've got Impact partnering with more and more promotions. And it seems like Ring of Honor is kind of getting left out. 
Um, well, it remains to be seen with Matt Taven and, and Ring of Honor what's next for them. But when you focus on that relationship with, Ring, uh, with the NWA, there's a lot of questions that we still need to be addressed now that the agreement is officially finished. First and foremost, storylines have been scrapped. Uh, I don't see a world where Ring of Honor will allow its talent to appear on NWA shows. So with that being said, um, a lot of the matches that were in the works are now no longer in the works. Um, the NWA was supposed to take part of the big show in Canada with Ring of Honor, New Japan, I think CMLL as well. Um, there was a storyline vignette. Um, maybe it was a throwaway line from a 10 pounds of gold episode, but the, uh, Jay Briscoe ran with it. Um, and he uh, efforted to pick up the phone to call in for his title match. Now, um, that was really funny, uh, a real funny vignette that showed uh, Jay Briscoe somehow ended up with Adam Rotella's direct line to William Patrick Corgan. Um, now, that match was never officially announced, but I suppose that is now no longer a thing. Um, also, another storyline that was developing in Ring of Honor was that Marty Skrull was given an opportunity to pick a member of the Villains Enterprise to challenge Nick Aldis for the World's Heavyweight Championship. Now, again, unless Ring of Honor extends some sort of working agreement with the NWA, none of these matches are happening. And maybe even the bigger conundrum is that the Villain Enterprises are still tag team champions. Not only are they still the tag team champions, but PCO and uh, Brody King haven't even officially defended the title since winning them back in April. And it appears that they might not ever do so, considering that they are Ring of Honor contracted wrestlers. Now, I know I could be wrong. And like I said, maybe the NWA, Ring of Honor, and a third party could facilitate a title change. But it appears, at least on the surface, that the titles, at the very least, are frozen. Which is kind of a, kind of a bad thing, guys. Um, leaving those titles in limbo, uh, you know, that's what happened when the NWA closed its doors, uh, well, excuse me, didn't close its doors, but uh, when ownership changed between Bruce Tharp to Billy Corgan. So well, there's a lot more questions that we have answers for, of course, with the NWA now uh, seemingly returning to championship wrestling from Hollywood and the family of David Marquez promotions. We know that uh, in the coming months, in September, to be specific, we know that a World Heavyweight Championship match is scheduled to take place in Arizona. Uh, that's on a September 14th. Uh, no opponent has been named yet. We know that uh, James Storm is touring the, the United States with his uh, national, national Heavyweight Championship. Um, again, he's heading to, uh, what, I think it's Georgia in August, and Mississippi. He's heading to Mississippi on August 3rd and Georgia the following week. Um, our World's Heavyweight Championship is actually spending uh, this weekend in the UK for pinfall wrestling where he defends against, uh, oh, what is this guy's name? Let me, uh, let me double check here. Live on the site reporting the Monster Crater. Now the Monster Crater is a talent of World of Sport Wrestling. So this will be the first time like a star of World of Sport will challenge for the top prize in the NWA. Again, you can follow all of this good, wholesome National Wrestling Alliance information at alliance-wrestling.com. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at 
The Alliance blog. You can find us on YouTube for also searching at The Alliance blog. Um, and that's going to do it for today. Not a whole lot of answers, just a lot of questions. What's next for the NWA? Is Eli Drake gunning for Nick Aldis? Is he gunning for James Storm? Who's the next NWA signee? If the rumors are true and the NWA is going to be focusing on television later this year, which William Patrick Corgan did did address that at the uh, Fan Fest, and again, you guys can watch those videos on YouTube, check them out, then it, it would only lead me to believe that we're going to hear some more names being signed in the NWA soon. Hopefully we get uh, the tag team titles reinstated uh, after this inactive status. But again, you're going to have to uh, stay tuned to the website. Stay tuned to Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Make sure you're following at CWFH News. They're a great resource. They follow Championship Wrestling from Hollywood better than anybody. They're on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and I also want to make sure that you guys check out uh, the NWA podcast. Now, it's not an official NWA podcast, but uh, I certainly like the guys over there. They're doing a good job. Um, maybe... Maybe down the road we'll partner with them on this website uh, because I like them so much and I like the quality that they're producing. Um, oh, and the last thing. If you guys saw the NWA Hall of Fame account, it was fake. It was phony. Um, but make sure you keep visiting the site. If you like this podcast, hit subscribe. That would mean the world to me. And uh, if you really like it, share it. Um, that's going to do it for me. And I'll see you guys next time here on JCal's View.